Thank you for listening in today. This is part three of PC, what I'm calling Political Connections. My name is Perry Green with God in America. Please check out our website at godinamerica.com. That's the word God, the letter N, and then the word America.com. I remember a sign in my high school locker room which read, Winners never quit and quitters never win. That's generally true in the athletic world. It's also a spiritual principle. Paul expressed the idea in a number of places like 2 Timothy 4, verse 7, I fought the good fight, I finished the race, I've kept the faith. And then he talks about the crown that he has waiting for him. And then 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Part of victory for believers is in leaving a legacy for those coming behind us. Paul did that for believers in his day and even for us as we look back on his life and teachings. Of course, Jesus is the greatest example of all in leaving a legacy of hope and freedom, and we ultimately look to him. The legacy we leave includes our unalienable rights from God. Government is not the giver of rights, but the defender of them. That is, if it's a legitimate government in God's eyes. To neglect the gifts God has given us through the efforts of our founders is a sinful waste of our blessings. When God blesses, He expects us to use our blessings, not to ignore them. seems to me that as followers of Jesus in America, we should be engaged more in civic affairs, not less. We should be setting the pace for the high moral standards and voting with a biblical worldview to put godly people in political offices. James Garfield was our 20th president. He was a devout Christian and had been a preacher. He spoke at a centennial celebration in 1876 of our responsibility and said, Now more than ever before, the people are responsible for the character of their Congress. <clears throat> if that body be ignorant, reckless, and corrupt, it is because the people tolerate ignorance, recklessness, and corruption. If it be intelligent, brave, and pure, it is because the people demand these qualities to represent them in the national legislature. If the next centennial does not find us a great nation, it will be because those who represent the enterprise, the culture, and the morality of the nation do not aid in controlling the political forces. An even better legacy to follow than James Garfield is that of the Apostle Paul. He used his Roman citizenship in the city of Philippi in order to further the gospel there. He also used his citizenship in order to appeal to Caesar for the purpose of preaching the gospel to the most powerful man in the world. He was PC, politically connected. Notice what he wrote in Philippians 1 verses 12 through 18. He said, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. And most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel." The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, but thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in that I will rejoice. Some were preaching the gospel out of pure motive, motives, while others 
were preaching to cause Paul trouble. In his experience of engaging the culture, not only were the political extremes lashing out at him, so were Christian preachers. Some condemned his actions and might have declared, as some preachers do today, that they only preach Christ and his forgiving love, then harshly condemn him as unloving and judgmental. Yet Paul advanced the gospel even in Rome. He may not have converted Caesar, but he made inroads into the imperial guard. These were the elite soldiers that defended Caesar. They learned about Jesus because Paul used his privileges of citizenship and preached to them. God has given great privilege to American Christians, yet so many have chosen to squander them with a phony and arrogant spirituality. As a result, we are disengaging from the communities we are tasked with evangelizing. We cannot correct the sinful problems of our land with silence and apathy in the face of evil. There comes a time to stand up and speak up and engage the culture. We will make a difference with a firm reliance on providence, just like the signers of the Declaration of Independence. In that reliance, we have gained the greatest ally. Luke 18, verse 27 reads, What is impossible with man is possible with God. We may have a long way to go and much to endure to turn things around in America, but all things hinge on our God and our willingness to use every resource available to us to further His kingdom. This includes being PC, politically connected, as well as God-connected. So as we close this lesson, I want to encourage you to keep the light of our connections burning.